The seventh and last Aliyah, Pashas Kiseitze, uh, wraps up a whole nother bunch of mitzvahs. This, this Parsha has over 70 mitzvahs, really jam, jam packed. Uh, the first one is the obligation to pay workers on the day that they did the work. They risked their life for it. Who's doing that type of dangerous work? It's someone who literally their life depends on it. They do dangerous work. They, they were obligated to pay them immediately. And if he calls out, obviously always Hashem, Hashem, um, Hashem says we're guilty if we don't fulfill it. And, 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 and we have the consequences of not fulfilling our obligation to others. But if he cries out and he's such a needy person, Hashem will hear it and do that and punish us quickly. The tremendous obligation and responsibility to those who are needy um, jumps out once again in this parsha. <clears throat> there is a note, a very interesting discussion about the sins of parents and how it impacts the children that come up over here when it when when our actions as our children are young and when they're older very interesting our obligation to be sure that our actions bring only good and blessing to our um, to our children again the Torah reiterates the, the, the how necessary it is to be careful and thoughtful in judgment to those who are needy especially because it's easier to take advantage of them they have no one to protect them Remember, as the Torah always says, you were once down and out and slaves. Be extra careful. Hashem expects that of us. And of course, to leave over, the Torah reviews the mitzvos of leaving over um, things, forgotten forgotten um, things in your harvest and that how you have to leave that over and that they get, even though it wasn't your intention, that is something that, they, that those who need can collect and it is a form of tzedakah. And the Torah says you receive a blessing for that tzedakah even though it was unintentional and of course, Rashi points out how much more so when one goes through the effort to bring blessing and good to others through giving them tzedakah. Uh, the, in this aliyah, there's a couple of places where we discuss people who are fighting. They're in a debate. They're, they're upset at each other and how that brings to fights. It brings to blows. Nothing good comes out of arguments and etc. And the Torah says there are cases where there are where there is our lashes given over here. We have the famous thirty nine lashes done in the, in this with the unique particulars. And once says the Torah once. Once he has received it, then suddenly he is no longer referred to, Rashi notes. The, the way that the verbiage of the Torah changes, he's no longer a wicked person, now he's your brother. And be careful, now that he has received his punishment, to allow him to move on. There's an interesting discussion about someone who embarrasses a person to save them. Um, how you're not allowed to embarrass a person, um, protecting the honor of others. There is the, the prohibition against muzzling an animal while it's working with finished food. Um, famous prohibition that the animal shouldn't be sitting there working the food and not able to eat, but that's only if it is not yet food that's, that's obligated in tithing. If it's obligated in tithing, then you can't let the animal, quote-unquote, steal from the Kohen or the Levi. Unique mitzvah, very unique mitzvah, is the mitzvah of Yibam, a person who dies childless and his brother is alive. There's a mitzvah of Yibam, and if he, to marry that wife, very unusual mitzvah, otherwise it's prohibited to marry the wife of your brother. Um, and if you do not marry her, then there is the mitzvah of Chalitza, to do a special process that allow, process that allows you to end a, a potential marriage, if you will. They were, they, were, they were primed to get married. There was a connection, what's called a Zika, a connection that you were supposed to marry her and you're not going to, so you have to break that with something called Chalitza, not the normal divorce process. 
Um, the Torah goes on with the directives of ensuring that all the scales that do your numbers are honest and accurate. Of course, you can't buy with a with a small scale and sell with a you know at a large scale or even vice versa. Trying to take advantage of people, you can't do any of that. And the Torah says, if you try to cheat, you're going to be the one to suffer. And if you do it with honesty, you'll be the one to bring blessing. The Torah says, points out Rashi, it's if you if you're lying, Sheker brings the end of the parsha, which is also one of the six mitzvos, um, one of the six mitzvos that we're supposed to constantly remember, which is the mitzvah of remembering Amalek. If you're lying, that brings Amalek into our life because Amalek denies God and and uh, and tries to stop those from fearing God. Rashi brings in the discussion of the obligation to destroy Amalek for their attack. Puzzle pieces to the parsha of Bishalach when they attacked. They were the first nation to attack the Jewish people, and they are the first ones to say, "Nah, who cares about God?" They represent all that is bad in denial of God and His presence in this world, and therefore it has to be eradicated. And they again, this this uh, this this parsha as we wrap it up is filled with so many mitzvot and so many of them special and unique, worthwhile, a much greater conversation about each one.